as we've heard these different stories from kind of local impact in the lives of families to national and international impact through the extended ministries of our church family, I did want to particularly thank those of you that have been part of the Hershey community from the earliest days of our church. So let me ask you this. If your involvement in Hershey Free Church began in the 1970s, would you now stand? Would you guys just stand so that we could... Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You may be seated. And as we think about, as we think about people who have history with our church going back that far, there's, I think, one other person we need to hear from this morning, and that is our founding pastor, Dave Martin. Would you join me in welcoming... <laughs> Have a seat, sir. This is fun. Thanks for doing this, by the way. (laughs) It is. Well, you know, Dave, a couple of months ago, as we got ready for this service, we we had a couple of open houses with some of the people who are the earliest members of our church. And we just had time to look at archives and we shared stories. And it was was an amazing time for me just to hear some of those stories. And, you know, just things like, you know, in God's providence, the way God brought people into this community with the founding of the medical college and the growth of Milton Hershey, people looking for a Bible-believing church and how that became part of the impetus for... um, the start of this church and in even early days of meeting in the community center and evangelistic crusade in the 70s that was very instrumental in the life of the church. And we, we heard, I mean, oh, oh my goodness, oh, so many ministries that I don't have time to recount from missions trips to musicals to uh, connecting with internationals at the med center to the uh, start of the Hilltop Nursery School. And we haven't even talked about multiple churches that have been planted uh, in this region with connection to Hershey Free Church. And as, as I heard all of those stories, a recurring theme was this. A common theme was people saying, you know, we didn't plan this, but here's what God did, right? We heard that in so many conversations. And so as you look back on many years, what are some of your memories of the surprising work of God? Yeah. Um, thank you, George, for allowing me to, to share here this morning. And uh, and I, I have to say to you, I, I, w- I wasn't um, expecting this, but I was so incredibly moved and humbled by what we saw this morning, what we heard this morning. Thank you, guys, um, for God's grace and his work among us over, over the years. Um, one of the first surprises, and, and, and this was a surprise, so there was this group of five or six families from Hershey, from the Hershey area here, and they were meeting for for Bible study. And they were mostly driving out of town to go to, to other churches, to Harrisburg, Elizabethtown, different, different places. And they began thinking and talking about and, and actually praying about perhaps God would want them to start a church here in, here in, in Hershey. Uh, but, but it was just very um, vague at that point and, and not real clear for them. And then John Bronsema, who was one of those one of those families, and John's still with us. He's over traditions, um, but John received a letter 
from the superintendent of the Evangelical Free Church saying something like this. Uh, Dear Mr. Bronsema, I'm not sure if you're the person that I talked to in the parking lot of the Allentown Evangelical Free Church or not, but are you still interested in starting a new free church in Hershey? (laughs) And John Bronsema wrote back and said, no, I was not the person that you (laughs) talked to. And I have no idea uh, who you are, and I don't think you know me. But yes, we are, in fact, interested. Um, and so, and yeah. so, and we still have that letter in the archive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was that was that was an amazing movement of God in in various hearts. Um, another surprising thing was so we met in the first in the earliest days in the in the home of Sam and Betty Blatchley. And then we moved to the fire hall, the, the Hershey fire hall. And we grew to about 75 people in the fire hall. But that was, that was pretty much all that we could grow, all, all, the limit to, to, to what we could grow um, at that time. And within about six or eight weeks, we got word that the community center was open for us. Uh, to, to go across the street from the fire hall. And so we ended up in the community center. And I want to tell you, George, that was such a gift from God. Um, a lower basement was mentioned here this morning, then a, a main floor, and then uh, classrooms throughout the second floor. Uh, we had the most beautiful baptistry in, in, the, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> with the with the community center swimming pool and a, and 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 the stained glass um, windows above and the railing and we would light candles and we'd have the baptism. That's right. Um, in the, yeah, it was it was a wonderful gift from 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 God, and then the lay leaders that God brought, um, some of whom right, we've heard from this morning and and seen on on the video and many and and many others just gift from God uh, for these lay people, godly and mature lay people to assume leadership of, of, of ministries. And, and the growth was a surprise to all of us. Um, and, and as I think I've, I've said to you, we just felt like we were hanging on to the open tailgate of a pickup truck speeding yeah. down the road, holding on for dear life. And, and you did just, kind of give me an image not, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. not to lose sight of it. Right. Well, yeah. let me ask you a different question, though. I mean, there's so many things that we can celebrate, but the, the truth is, in, in 50 years of a church's history, there are also going to be hard seasons. I mean, we see this in the book of Acts, yeah. seasons of disappointment, seasons of conflict and frustration. So right. what, what did you learn in some of those seasons? Oh, we never had any conflict. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you how things have changed <laughs> since, the, since you left, my friend. Uh, you know, one thing that I learned was however much we all love the same Lord, we can disagree on absolutely everything else <laughs> beyond that. Um, so, yeah, so, some of the early uh, tensions with, within the growth of the body and the body. Um, I can remember, uh, so back in the mid-70s, I guess it was, maybe late 70s, uh, we had a bus ministry. Okay. And that bus ministry was wonderful in reaching people who, the kids, largely kids, uh, who were unreached, unchurched. Um, and so we were actually eventually bringing in 
up to 200 kids on a Sunday morning into our Sunday school program. Well, for the Sunday school teachers, the Christian ed people, that was, that was a real challenge. And so we had this tension between should we continue to grow the bus ministry? Um, how do we do that in light of wanting to train these kids in, in the Lord? And, and God helped us to work it out. But, um, you know, those are some of the, some of the kinds of things that, that we faced we, you know, we were growing as a church, and when we built this facility right here, this is 1990, the others was 1976, um, and, we're, and we're growing uh, substantially, the thought was, well, we'll just keep growing. You know, as God is blessing us, we'll add new services, maybe we'll add a satellite campus, but we'll just keep growing. But there were others within the church that said, no, we ought to plant churches. And so there was this tension. Do we, do we grow here as a local congregation or do we plant churches? And I, and I thank God for the, um, the a dozen or so churches that Hershey Free Church directly or indirectly planted within the in South Central. So when, when in, the, in the early 1970s, there were maybe a half a dozen free churches in all of Pennsylvania. And, and um, now there's probably 30 or 40 churches That's in Pennsylvania. Good, yeah. And it's, just, it's, a, it's, just, it's very humbling. Uh, okay, well, yeah. one final question then. So you, you reflect back on multiple decades. So what have, what have you learned about God's faithfulness? Well, that he can be trusted. <laughs> that he can be trusted to lead us, to guide us, um, to enable us, um, to correct us when we need corrected to change our direction. His plans are always better than our plans. Um, and, and, and also knowing that he gives us the, the means of grace. He gives us his Holy Spirit. He gives us his word. Um, he, he gives us his people, which are means of grace. He gives us the ordinances, communion and baptism, which are means of grace. He gives us all these means of grace that he intends to and wants to bless. And if our desire is to honor him, he will bless those means of grace at work among us and thus bless, bless us. I, I think that's one of the major lessons that I've learned oh, that's great. over these years. Well, you made reference to the opening video, and I, I just want to say this. There's a picture of the two of us in that opening video. The first time you and I were here together was in 2009 at the beginning of my tenure. And now that there's a little distance between then and now, I just want you to know that my, my just appreciation for your investment in the life of this church and the integrity with which you carried out your ministry has only deepened. So thank you for your partnership. In preparing for this Sunday and really looking over the archives and hearing different stories, um, there was actually... It was actually a verse from Acts that really came alive for me. It's a verse in Acts chapter 7, the speech of Stephen before he is martyred, where he says, you know, the Most High does not dwell in a building built by human hands. 
And it was a lesson the, the early church was in the process of learning, right? That, that God was now at work in this community, bringing two people together. And this is where his spirit would be at work. And they would be drawn into relationship. And ultimately, they would discover that they would be sent out on mission. And you know, as we reflect on God's faithfulness in the life of our church, that story has continued. That mission has continued. And the truth is, the story of the early church isn't about a story of people who have had an amazing plan and they just followed the plan. The story of the early church, and I think in so many ways the story of this church has been the story of people who came to grips with God's faithfulness and just leaned into that. And as they leaned into that, they were drawn into something bigger than themselves. They were drawn into a new way of life. They were drawn into relationships with God and one another, learning how to, learning how to live with one another, do life together. And, of course, it gets complicated then as now because the gospel brings different people together. But not only learning how to do life together, not only being brought out of isolation, but ultimately also being sent out into mission. And that's the work of God's grace. It is the work of his faithfulness. It's the story of the book of Acts. And as we look back simply over the last 50 years, we realize we've been part of this ongoing story. So really my prayer for this service has been that as, among other things, as we've taken time to look back, whether these stories are familiar to you or not, whether you've been part of our church going back to the 70s or you joined us during COVID, whatever your background, my, my prayer has been for this service that you would see that together <laughs> there are more stories to tell. You would see that together God's Spirit still seeks to be at work in this community, drawing people to himself, drawing them into relationship with others across different backgrounds, across generations, from different life stories. And even as he brings us in to also send us out into our community, into our nation and region, and even to the uttermost parts of the world. It's the story of the book of Acts. And it's our story as well. So really, the challenge and invitation of this morning, even as we've celebrated God's faithfulness, let's continue to lean into that story. Let's continue to be those people who live in response to God's faithfulness. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, as we uh, take time to celebrate <laughs> your faithfulness, we just celebrate the ways in which you've been at work over multiple generations and in different seasons of life from a time when we're using online technology to earlier times when we used overheads and yet in the midst of all the change that has gone on, you have remained faithful. And Father, may the reality of your faithfulness just deepen our awareness that you continue to be faithful to your promises and you continue... <laughs> to promise to work among your people, your church. 
So may we be a community that continues to see ourselves as part of that bigger story. In Jesus' name, amen.